0: visiting our church, big warm welcome from Jill and I and our whole team to you. Uh, If you don't know who I am, my name is Maddie, and I pastor the church here alongside my beautiful wife and we love this city. And so if you are here today and you're brand new, checking us out, uh, maybe you've been coming for a couple weeks, just want to say welcome, glad that you're here. Um, I heard one story this morning of someone who's been watching online for three years that came to church. And so that's pretty cool. Um, and so if you're watching online, man, we can't wait for you to get here. It's going to be awesome. And, but no, we're grateful for you as well. Um, I have been saying this over the last few weeks. Um, if you are relatively new to our church, we really want to help you take whatever next step you need to take. Um, we're big believers um, that in life we can flourish if we're planted. And that's a scriptural promise from Psalm 92, that the people of God are planted and they flourish and so, one of the ways that we would love for you to do that is to, to join us at Essentials later today. Uh, Psalm 92 uh, can be lived out, but it takes just a couple of steps. I really believe initially for you to sort of take that take that faith step. So, I've been encouraging people to download our app. If you haven't done that, please go ahead. That is our central place form of communication. We centralize everything to that place. We used to do you know, social media posts and emails, and we still do all of that, but we tell people, hey, the best place to go is the app to find out exactly what's going on. And so I would love for you, if you haven't done that, or maybe you're new to our church, take that as a faith step. You know, make that a spiritual commitment and prayerfully say, God, I'm going to download this app. I want to take a step to get planted in your house. And I believe He'll honor that as well. Um, If you've got your Bibles, open with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, And while you're doing that, I also wanted to preview something next week. Um, We've been in a series, um, it's kind of under the radar, come about. It usually happens with me, I start preaching on something and then God grabs a hold of me and says, "Ah, we're not done yet, you need to keep going and that becomes a series and that happens a lot. Um, So this last few weeks, we've been talking about all things healthy, healthy rest, uh, healthy work. Um, But next week, um, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so, we're going to be focusing next week's message on mental health. And so, um, that might be a blessing to you, I pray it's a blessing to everybody, but if there's someone in your world that that could really help, why don't you invite them to church? Um, It could be an amazing way of introducing them, not only to some help from the Scriptures, um, but also introducing them to the grace of God. Uh, Expressed through the person of Jesus. And so we'd love to, 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 to see as many people be a part of that. But next week's focus uh, is going to be mental health. And I'm really excited about it because the church needs to lead. and needs to be the one that's talking about these things and not pretending like they don't exist. We are um, all about talking about it and looking to God's word for the answers and believing in Jesus' name. Sound good? All right. 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 12. This year, Apostle Paul talking to the church, the local church in Corinth, and we're going to look at it starting in verse 12. He says, "...all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body." Verse 18, flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that the body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? Someone underline that, whom you have from God. You are not your own, for you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. I want to preach a message today. This is the title, Healthy Body, Healthy Life. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your word today. Lord, we're grateful that it always shapes us, helps us, molds us, helps us to become who we're meant to be. And God, I just pray for the prophetic nature of your word, that Lord, you would today, like you can every single time we get around it, you can speak into our lives. So Father, where there's need, Would you answer that need with your word today? Father, where there's lack, would you respond and provide through your word today? Where there's um, sickness, Lord, would you heal through your word today? And Father, we thank you that that's what you're doing right now, that you're actually dynamically moving around the room. And Father, we thank you that we will all receive today from your word. And we pray for colonial kids as well. And We thank you that the same is happening for them in Jesus' name. And we all said... Started with healthy rest, then healthy work, and today, I want to talk about healthy bodies. Wellness is a really big thing these days. Wellness is a booming industry. I was reading a McKinsey & Company report this week that talked about the wellness industry specific, uh, specifically, and it said that the global uh, estimated value of the wellness industry right now is $1.5 trillion and growing going up, and wellness is a big thing. We're going to talk about why it is a big thing at the moment, but people are looking to become well. People are looking for better health, a better diet, better sleep, better appearance, better body. I want to talk today about the physical body from 1 Corinthians 6. The Apostle Paul is addressing a church that's going through some issues, There's gluttony. People are eating whatever they want. There's immorality. People are with whoever they want. And people seem to think that there's no consequences for living and treating their bodies a certain way. So the Apostle Paul doesn't just dance around it. He addresses it head on. And in a lot of ways, we're living in a Corinthian culture today. So if you're one of those people, it's just like, well, that was a letter for that time. Just look around. <laughs> Maybe you need to go get your body checked at the eye doctor. <laughs> look around and see that there's a lot going on, and is amazing applicables here for us from the scripture. There always is. Yep. But today I want to talk about phys- the physical body. Maybe talk, uh, touch on some topics, some questions you might have. Like, does God care about the way I treat my body? Does the way I treat my body matter? Does it? Does it all matter in the end? Is it possible to maybe mistreat or misuse our bodies? And what does God say about that? Let me show you a few verses. There are lots and lots of verses about the body in Scripture. Let me show you a few, a few of my favorites. Three, John, chapter one and verse two. This is John the Apostle. He says this, "Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health." as it goes well with your soul. Proverbs 17 and verse 22, a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Jeremiah 17 and verse 14, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. Proverbs 16 and verse 24, I love this scripture, gracious words are like a honeycomb. Sweetness to the soul and health, to the body. So let's talk about the body. Let's talk about health today from this passage. Point number one is this, you've been given a body. You've been given a body. Now, before you say, obviously, the truth today is this, you don't just have a body, you've been given a body. All health comes from God. Your body has been given to you by God. We see this in the formation of all things. All through these uh, messages have been going back to Genesis 1, Genesis 2, and been looking at the creation narrative. We've been looking at the story of what God created. And you see this again. You see that God formed man. He created man. Uh, we, We didn't exist. And then we did because God did something about it. Are you with me? Not only being, you don't only really have a body, you've been given a body. We've been given physical bodies. So I'd love it if you could write this down. My body and my health comes from God. I want to lay down some truth today. Because sometimes we can get our perspective so skewed and so shifted in the wrong direction. Maybe sometimes we leave a door open to the enemy. He comes in, he starts to really turn things around. And we start to think that our body it is is somehow not a blessing but now a curse but i believe that god's reworking some things in some lives today and reshifting some perspectives and the truth today is you haven't you don't just have a body you've been given a body and your body and your health comes from the lord let me show you a few scriptures i want to show this to you exodus 15 this is obviously Way back in our Old Testament, but look what it says in verse 26, saying, If you will diligent listen to the voice of the Lord your God and do all that is which is right in in his eyes and give ear to his commandment and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord your healer. It's interesting that the word health is mostly the word heal. Some of you are like, I've never seen that before. God is our healer. Health comes from God. Healing is part of the word health. It's from the Lord. Proverbs 3 and verse 7, one of my favorite scriptures. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. I feel like this is going to help some people today. You only get one body. So do the best you can with it. Now, I'm not talking about glory not talking about when when Jesus will come and create the new heavens and the new earth. That's later and the resurrected man. What an upgrade. I'm ready for that upgrade. I cannot wait for that upgrade. But for now, this is what we got. My pastor used to say this. He said, what you got is what you got. So work with it. And to the extent that you're able to, I believe that God is calling every single one of us to take care of the body that he's given us. So start there. I want you to think for a moment just about the amazing things the human body can do. And I want you to see God's design. I want you to see God's purpose through it. And I want you to think about your own life and your body as well. The body can heal itself. You have a blood system that will literally pulsate towards an affected area and do self-triage on itself before anyone else arrives. That's, That's how our bodies are designed. God designed them that way. The body can heal itself. Um, made me think of a story that I was not hundred percent sure I wanted to share, but since it's about me and it's kind of gross, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to share it. <laughs> we were moving house one time, and we were moving from one house to another. We had everything ready. We're putting plastic over everything. Everything was ready to go, and you know, you really find out when you're moving who, if you have any friends. Like, if you have friends, just, just move somewhere and you'll find out who they are. And so we had everything ready, got the truck in the driveway, got everything ready to go. My buddies show up. I'll never forget, the very first thing we picked up was the couch. And my friend Jason was on the other side. We both pick it up. I don't know what happened, some miscommunication about a corner we were turning around. Next thing I know, that couch is on my toe. Drop he dropped the couch on my toe. Then my other friend Bobby, who was there, not sure where he was while we were carrying the couch, looks down at my toe with me. And I had my boat shoes on, probably not the best footwear for this particular task. And all you can see is just a little spot of blood that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger over my shoe. And Bobby says to me, he says, Yep, you're gonna lose that nail. That's gone like no it's like I don't that's not what I want to hear right now we haven't even put one piece of furniture in the truck and I got a broken toe but what was cool after that was literally just every day waking up and seeing my toe come back to life I don't know it's gross but I was just like every day I'm like waking up and I was like it's so cool it's like it's just little by little getting better and all of a sudden I got a toenail again But it's the amazing thing about the human body. It can heal itself. Something else that it can do, it can protect itself. Do you know that if you fall into extremely cold water, that your body actually has a a program that's preset so that your your, your skin feels it, your nerves send a message to your brain. Your brain actually knows how to isolate the, the most important organs to give you time to get out of that situation. The body knows how to protect itself. It's amazing. You know, goosebumps are actually a, a, a thing that, that our body does when we feel that little that little chill, it actually gives us temporary heat. Just in a split second, just like that. The body just quickly gives itself a little bit of heat so we can move into a, a warmer area. Something else the body can do, it can build itself up. You can build muscle. Your body can grow. You can develop the body. This also works the other way as well. The body can regrow. Skin can regrow. Bones can reset. You know, the human body, you can actually learn new things, new patterns, um, adapt to new environments, develop new muscle memory. Something else that I think is important about the, the human body, you've got to understand, is your body can actually speak to you. It can send you a signal. It can, it, God has designed your body so that, so that actually it will tell you if something's wrong. Now, I want you to think about something Spiritually. When we don't have the peace of God, where do we mostly feel that? We feel it in our body. God actually connects in that moment our spirit and our body as one. And we have got to listen to our. I wonder if you listen to what your body is saying to you. Because it's one way, I believe, that we hear from God as well. But here's the point. You've been given a body. It's a gift from God. What you got is what you got. And to the extent that you're able to look after it, that's what I believe God is calling us to do. But body image is a massive deal today. This is a massive, pastoral ministry has shown me this. It's proven it to me. And some of you in here today, have you've struggled with this. You do struggle with this. I remember even as a kid, you know, I, 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 there were certain things about my body I didn't like. I, and I had that tendency to want to hate my body or want to not like certain aspects of my body. And if we're not careful, we can go down that path. Men struggle with this, but women struggle with it. Even more so, body image problems are on the rise. Social media is making this worse. Our children need protecting and teaching with this. I was reading a study from the American Psychological Association that said there's teens and young adults, they did a study, um, who reduced their social media use by 50% for just a few weeks, saw significant improvement in how they felt about their weight and their overall appearance compared, compared to peers. Social media filters, likes and comments is not our value metric as Christians. Our adoption papers are. And what God says about your body is the final word. And that's where we get our value from. And I think it's important that we understand God has given us a body and it's our, it's our value. We get our value from what God says about it. Maybe today your body image needs a makeover you're going to begin to see your body in a different way in Jesus' name. So where do we get all this from? We get our body image from the very beginning, Genesis 2 and verse 5. It's where God sets it up and there's... There's everything's in existence, but there's no people yet. It's in verse five. He says, "When no bush of the field was yet in the land, no small plant of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the land." Verse six. And a mist was going up from the land, and there was watering, and was watering the whole face of the ground. Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground. Look at this, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. You have the breath of life today. That's your body. It's the breath of life. Now, I want to take this a step further because we're reading from this text. If you're married in here today, your body's not even yours anymore. See, Paul, he doesn't just stop at the small talk, maybe talk about diet for a second. He goes all the way. He goes right for the issues of the day and I believe are similar issues that we face today. Says now concerning the matters which you wrote, it is good for a man not to have sexual relations with a with a woman. But because of the temptation to sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife, and each woman her own husband. The husband should give to his wife her conjugal rights, and likewise the wife to her husband. For the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do not deprive one another. So Paul says, a man does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Nowhere else will you find teaching in the ancient world as radical as this. You will not find anything that says that a man would give up authority over his own body to his wife and vice versa. And yet, Paul goes here. Paul goes here and says it and drives... This is scandalous teaching. This is radical. But listen to me, friends. This is grace. It's a parallel to what Jesus has done for us, His bride. Think about it. That's why marriage is the perfect witness to the world. Because in a marriage... You give up the rights of your body and your life to your spouse, and it's reversed. It's exactly what Jesus has done for the bride, for the church. It's been surrendered. Jesus came and He gave up His life. His body surrendered it. This is why your body matters. This is why your life matters, because it carries grace. Grace. So why do I care about my body? The main two reasons I should care and to attend to my body, I'm just going to use myself because I don't want to, you know, just, let's just go with me, okay? Number one, God has given me a body and I need to understand that. I need to repent for the times I haven't taken care of myself. Take the best possible care of the body that I've been given. Gluttony and immorality at the time in Corinth were one and the same. They are basically the same thing. Eat what you want, be with whoever you want. But as Christians, we are concerned with the consequences because they matter to our relationships. They matter to what God is doing in our lives. It matters to our relationship with God, but also to others. There has to be good fruit. Otherwise, it's not helping. That's what the Apostle Paul says. So I'm concerned about my body because God's given it to me. But also I'm concerned about it because it's no longer mine. My wife now owns my body. Stay with me. She is now the proud owner of my body. (laughs) So to take care of my body is important because if I treat myself like trash, I'm treating her like trash. And you might be in here today and you might be taking that approach. Can I just encourage you? If you don't take care of yourself and you're married here today, it's affecting them as well and you need to take care of yourself. Paul says that the authority is now being given to the other person. So, men, if she's telling you to go to that doctor's appointment, you better go. But you've been given a body. It comes from God. And I believe God's calling us to take care of that which He entrusts to us. Amen? Number one, you've been given a body. Number two, your body is a temple. Now, if you've never read this scripture, you're just like, I wonder what that part is about. I've heard that before. There was a temple in the city at the time, and, and Paul knew that, and he uses illustration. It's beautiful teaching. It's multi-layered. We don't have time to go into it, but he says, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, which means it can host the presence of God. That's why he says, you can't get involved in this stuff that's pagan, that's, that, that, that goes deeper than people understand. He says, your body is a temple. Your bodies are joined to God. It's joined, we're joined to Christ. The collective church is made up of the bodies that become the body of Christ. See, our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit. That's why sexual sin is so much different in its relation to impact, because that particular part of sin affects body, soul, and spirit. So he says, on every single level, It's much greater and you've got to understand the impact that it's having. Paul uses the ultimate example of the temple, body and soul and spirit. Young person, the reason you need to keep yourself for the one is because there is no such thing as cheap sex. It costs you at a soul level, at a body level. And it also affects you at a spiritual level. And Paul uses this example as a home run because he he knew that if I use this example, that it's going to actually get through to the people. My physical body is the only way the Holy Spirit gets expression through my life on this earth. That's why it's so important. See, I want you to think about your body for a second spiritually. Your body can hold and host the presence of God through worship, through prayer. Through receiving from God, you begin to host the presence everywhere you go. Um, Something else that your body can do, it can express the grace of God through words. We just read it, gracious words like honeycomb. You can express the grace of God through your body, through your speech, through the things that you do. You can actually express grace through your body. Something else the body can do, it can assist. Think about it. You can offer your strength to someone. You can lend a helping hand to someone. It comes through your body. Something else your body can do, it can move and it can travel. Think about this. God just showed this to me, just like the tabernacle did. The tabernacle would move from place to place. The presence of God would move from place to place. And the Apostle Paul says, your body is now a temple of the Holy Spirit. So everywhere you go, the presence of God goes with you. But, but, but we think, oh, it's just outside of the body. No, it's inside the body. And everywhere you go, all of a sudden, the presence of God shows with you the grace of God, the forgiveness of God, the mercy of God, His presence. So when you go to work tomorrow, when your body goes to work tomorrow, your body is a temple. That's why, again, later on, Paul says this to the Romans in chapter 12 and verse 1. He says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers... By the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. You know, we should pray for our bodies. We should bless our bodies by taking care of it. We should should use our bodies in the service of the Lord. We should present our bodies to God and say, God, use me every part of me, for your glory. So number one, you've been given a body. Number two, I forgot what it was. Your body is a temple, just talking about it. Number three, your body was bought with a price. This is literally what it says. It says, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. The moment you became a Christian, your body was bought with a price. You were ransomed. You talk about value. You talk about how important your body is. You talk about how valuable you are. Isn't it so easy in our, in, in our, in our, in our, our human nature to discard our things? And just say, oh, I'm not of any use. This couldn't. How, how could God ever use me? How could God ever use my body? That's a lie from the pit of hell. God can use you. You were bought with a price. You are valuable to God. And he has amazing things in plan, plan for your life. So would you stand with me? I want to pray for your body. If you're in here today and you're experiencing physical sickness, I want to pray for healing. I want to pray for you to experience the healing hand of God. If you're in here today, and you've got a a situation you're dealing with, maybe in your marriage when it comes to this, like one of you is not well, this is what I want you to do. I want you to grab the hand of your spouse when we pray. Because the two of you are one flesh. It's one. So your body, it's her body. Her body is your body. And this is what I want you to do. I'll be praying, but I want you to pray over your spouse as well. I want you to pray and you to believe and you to build your faith in that moment and bless your spouse. And I want to pray as well for people that might struggle with body image. Now You've been like seeing your body as more of a curse than a blessing. My prayer today is that there would be a perspective that shifts today. That, that you would no longer see your body that way, but you would actually see it as a gift from God and that you have the breath of life today. So with every head bowed, eyes closed, just giving people a moment. If that's for you, you just lift your hand. Whether you need physical healing, whether you want to pray over your spouse, whether you want to experience a new perspective, a new shift in this area, that you want to see your physical body through the lens of the way God created you, why don't you just lift your hand right now? God, I thank you. Father, we thank you for our physical bodies, Lord. Healthy bodies, healthy life. And Father, I just ask right now that you would come and you would minister to your people health and healing, Lord. God, that you would give us new revelation of the power of our bodies joined to you, Lord. Father, I thank you for the price that's been paid so we can have the bodies that we have. And Lord, we ask that you would heal people today that are struggling with uh, ailments, Lord, sickness, God. Father, we pray that there would be a breaking over people's bodies, Lord, that there would be answers from heaven, Lord, And Father, I thank you that you would help us see us the way that you've created us and the way that you see us in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you. Why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.